Oh, hello there, and welcome to another episode of Echoness the Podcast. I'm your host, Warren Sharp. Um, it's been a minute. Um, thank you for uh, listening to this episode after not having one for what feels like a very long time. It's probably only been a week or two that I've missed. I think. I don't know. Um, I actually have tried to record a episode a, a few times. Um, definitely last week. I think I think I was up to a fourth take, and uh, I think I just said fuck it. We'll we'll pick it up some other time. Um, and uh, so here we are <laughs> trying it again. So uh, let's see. I guess a whole bunch of stuff's been going on. I'm trying to think of when the last time that we. That, that we talked was <laughs> that's a the, the, I think that's the cutest way to um, to kind of go about introing podcast stuff is something like that um I get, let's see here is there anything to start off with I don't know I don't think so um in terms of like housekeeping things yeah I don't, I don't really think so uh, I guess we'll just we'll, we'll 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 start off with this real quick. Um, even if you don't like this podcast, go ahead and subscribe to it. Um, it helps it helps me out so much, me and then the band and all of our families and everything. So let's do that. Plugs up top. Um, so since the last time that I've done an episode, uh, I guess I've had some fun stuff happen. Um, we we did our second night market show. Uh, uh, I've been doing some more pedal design stuff and just tonight, um, finally, um, put a, a very simple circuit into a box and, and got it working. Um, so, uh, yeah, let's talk about the gig stuff first. Uh, I have a feeling that's the most, um, interesting thing, especially because I'm probably going to be doing a bunch of complaining. Um, and then, uh, talking about the gear that I used and, and what I liked and didn't like and uh, things I need to set up for the next time. So we did our second uh, um, Raleigh area night market. We did Cary, uh, which was just in downtown Cary for anyone who's in uh, the Triangle area of North Carolina. Um, it was, uh, uh, we got really lucky. So this was this past Friday. Uh, the whole day was in the 90s. And we were really expecting just to be just dying on, you know, wherever we were going to be playing. So I, we, not only did we bring waters, I brought a cooler full of Gatorade and uh, frozen towels. I even brought some sliced meats just in case we needed some uh, meat energy. Um, we lucked out, though, completely on the weather. Um, by the time we started playing, the sun was set, or at least set enough uh, behind trees and we had a breeze going that went right through us, and it was unbelievable. So we ha- actually ended up having a really beautiful day um, playing. The setup, though, was a little bit rough. Um, uh, Mike and Keith beat me there, uh, I think only by a few minutes, but still. Um, it, it, uh, it was a pain in the ass getting there uh, f- for us. It's in, it's in a smaller area. And, um, so it was a real pain getting into the, into the area, especially with us all driving separate. And there was no one telling us where to go. I actually drove around the block trying to find 
how to get into the thing. And finally I had to stop and ask someone. Now, could I have done that in the beginning without driving around the block? Probably, but that's where the toxic masculinity comes in. Uh, but finally asked someone and, um, and got there. And when I got to where I, when I got into the place, uh, there was no real designated loading area. And on top of all that, no stage and at the time, no tent, no electricity. And we were just hanging out. Um, it was pretty brutal. Uh, they did get us a, um, a power strip. Um, thank f- fuck that, that uh, you know, they had an extension cord. Um, and uh, they, even ha- they even had a power strip. But was kind of... And, and luckily, uh, I had my power conditioner. Uh, Keith only needs the one outlet. I, I needed... Um, if I didn't have a power conditioner, I would need three, three outlets... And, uh, one of them, I I would need a very long, well, I guess I, I, I do have my own very long cord, so I guess we would have been fine. But, um, we also had one of the, uh, the way the, 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 for those who don't know the Raleigh, these carry night market things, it's like a farmer's market, but it's for small businesses. So it's a bunch of like, uh, the, the things right at the top of my head that I think were near us, there was like a, a small bakery thing. There was a juicing thing. Um, we saw some witchy stuff, which was kind of cool. Some, some like crystals and, um, uh, uh, food trucks, all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah. So we ended up setting up right on the grass with a tent over us and, uh, eventually some power and we set up and, uh, you know, we were supposed to play five to seven. I think we ended up playing closer to like five ten to to seven ish. And um, uh, the beginning was really rough. There was there was no one there. Um, and uh, but definitely halfway through, um, there was a bunch of people there. We were having a, a you know a good time. We even had uh, some people vibing to us and shit. It was it was it was very fun. Um, but yeah, cool time. I think the, um, let's see. Yeah. They're, they're just weird. It's, I guess I, I I expect it to be, they're paying us. Right. Um, so I guess I expect it to be, uh, they want to get their money's worth out of us. Right. That that's and, and 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 I'm that's what I'm expecting, um, but when we get there and there's no one really to make sure that they're gonna get their money's worth, that's when it's like, huh, what's going on? So it it's just it's a little strange. Like, um, I I almost felt that if we hadn't played, we you know, still would have gotten paid or, or something because it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's kind of a strange vibe. Um, I don't know, whatever. Um, and, uh, yeah, we played almost all of our, uh, new tunes we were going to. I think we actually ended up skipping two of them just because we didn't have time, which was really cool. You know, the whole reason for adding all those tunes was to, 
make sure that we would have time. And we ended up not only not hitting those two, but there, I think there's some other, uh, some of our, 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 our greatest hits that we also didn't, uh, make it to. And, um, I think that comes from, uh, it being the second one, a little bit more relaxed, but also we, we worked really hard on, um, uh, stretching out solos and improvising and stuff. So yeah, uh, pretty cool stuff. Very excited. Um, one step closer to being the hippie jam band I know we can be. Wook, I guess. Wook jam band is probably the uh, more 2022 vibes. So, um, uh, let's see here. Uh, for gear, um, we'll, st- we'll start with the amps because that's that's always fun. Uh, I had my car, Slant 6, um, in a 1x12 cab with an EVM. Um, and I also had my Mesa... Uh, my, 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 my 89 Mark III, my green stripe, um, in its, in its, uh, combo, uh, cab with its, it's, it's an EVM. I guess it's labeled as the EVM black shadow thing. I don't know how different they are. I, I, I can't imagine there's anything particularly crazy. Um, both of the amps set, uh, very clean and then, um, just driving all my effects and shit into them. Uh, but that is a, I mean, it's a really great clean sound. The two of the, the, those two amps, the, the, the Mesa, I actually have kind of come around to the combo sound that, that it, it has, it's, it's atrocious. Um, but there's something about it that is, uh, it's forceful in a mix. Um, it's, uh, there, there's, there's no bullshit with that amp. So it's pretty cool. Uh, was running a stereo, um, um, a stereo setup for, for this, uh, stereo delays, stereo chorusing, um, and, and even doing some stereo pitch, uh, pitch stuff. So, uh, we'll just kind of continue this whole back to front thing. The end of the, so the the end of the signal chain of the of the physical signal chain is the um, well I guess it's some buffers but uh, before that it's um, it's the fractal AX8 that I have um, which I use for my time based stuff and uh, I guess my weirder effects um, so at the end of that signal chain in the AX8. Uh, was a Dimension D uh, style chorus in in stereo with the uh, 180 phasing uh, thing. Um, there's a reverb. I think the reverb is actually technically in mono. Um, I don't think it's set up for stereo. Uh, I don't know. I actually, I guess it is stereo because the delays how they hit it. Uh, but then I had um, my delays, and I actually um, the AX8 is pretty cool. Um, I had the delays running parallel and both of of the delays set up in stereo. So they didn't interact with each other and they were also still stereo. So it was a really, uh, the, the, the delays got a really, really wide sound. It was really cool. Um, one of the delays was, it was, uh, a 2290 setup. So just a very clean, um, ping pong thing. And then the other one was set up as a, oh, um, 
the uh, oh, I'm forgetting it now. The Space Echo, the Roland Space Echo, and I had that one set up for um, the, the Space Echo is pretty cool because it's a uh, you can get these really pretty, um, you, you know, not not really reverb but just more ambient kind of sounding delay things. These kind of soft hits, and that's kind of what I had it for. Not quite lo-fi. But compared to a pristine 2290 kind of sound, definitely. And then I had the heads panned, which was just fun. Um, from there, I had... I can't really remember. I think there's a pitch shifter. And I had the pitch shifter for two different sounds. One of them was an octave down, which runs as mono. And then the other one was a, uh, a fifth above. And it splits the signal so that... One side goes to one, uh, the, the dry sound goes to one amp, and the affected signal goes to the other amp. Um, I also had that, um, that is technically a delay effect in the AX8. So I had the feedback on an expression pedal and got these really cool, huge swells. Um, I realize now why I keep not doing these episodes is because I, I interrupt myself in the middle of it. So I'm going to take a break, and I'll come back uh, later on. Or later on, I guess. Okay, and I'm back. It is the next day. Um, My note says to pick up at the physical pedals. Um, And uh, I think, real quick, I should add... I'm pretty sure I forgot to mention that the Axe FX also has a phaser, uh, a monochorus that I don't really use in the band, but just kind of have an echoness what happens set up. Um, and then the last two things, there's a wah at the very front of the Axe Effects signal chain and a volume pedal is somewhere after that is, or uh, the volume pedal I think is right before the time effects, right before, so right before the delays. So after that, we go to the physical pedals. Um, I used to have a, um, a buffer in between the physical pedals and the axe effects, and I, I uh, who knows, it's probably bullshit, but I like the sound without the buffer there, um, so I don't know. I'm sure all of my other pedals have some kind, of, I'm sure something has a buffer somewhere, but maybe it just wasn't liking that particular one or something. It doesn't make sense when I say it out loud. Um, so the next pedal is the main uh, the main distortion unit, which is a dry bell effects. Um, shit, I always forget the name of it. It has found foundation preamp, um, like it, they call it the, a foundation preamp, but it is not called that. Is it called the machine or something? I don't know. Um, always forget this. I don't know why. Uh, I think if I remember correctly, um, uh, so, so there's two sides of the pedal. The, the main thing is it sounds like a, uh, it's supposed to be like a super lead, um, you know, that you can gain up as much as you want. Um, I really like the sound of it. I I don't think... I don't know. Marshall Super Lead? See, to, I, I've never had a Super Lead. I think a Super Lead is a Plexi. 
I think that's one of the old fort input plexis. And I don't know. I feel like those are super crunchy when you crank them. Um, and uh, uh, I don't know, like that maybe broader band kind of, I, I don't know. This, this is, um, but, but it, it does have a, a really amazing, uh, low mid range that is really, really beautiful. And I guess it's martially, but I guess it's the classic pedal thing. I, I don't think it sounds like a, an amplifier. Um, it just sounds like a really, really nice distortion pedal. Um, and, uh, it, it, it pretty much doesn't leave my board. Um, the other reason it, it pretty much doesn't leave my board is because even if I'm not really using the, the, the main preamp side of it, the main, uh, preamp overdrive side, uh, it has a beautiful sounding treble booster. And I think it's a modified version of one of their other pedals. I can't remember the name of, um, that I don't think is a treble boost. I think this is like a modified version of that. So it is kind of like a treble booster going into it. I really don't know, but it has a gain and level and then a, a treble and low uh, control. Um, and I use that as the, uh, those are my only two gain pedals on, on, uh, for, for, for Echo Nest. Um, so at least for right now, um, and the, uh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll use a treble booster for, you know, just extra gain, especially if, um, I, I have it set up. I have that particular thing set up too. So it's, uh, uh, maybe a little bit more full spectrum than a, a standard treble booster. So when I'm, when I'm palm muting, uh, I get a lot of the really nice crisp attack. Um, I also palm mute pretty hard, which I think helps with that. But then when I'm using it for a solo boost, it's not like it's completely sucked all the low end out. And then you have that really kind of stringy, super saturated tone. It's, it's still very full. There's a little bit of, uh, you know, give and take with that stuff with the, um, when you're setting things up for a live performance, whatever. The pedal in front of that is, that's the Bogner Harlow, which I use as a clean boost um, and sometimes has an additional solo boost or kind of a different kind of solo boost. It's mine's pretty noisy. I have the version two, which has the custom audio electronics designed transformer. Um, I don't know if that's what is doing it or maybe mine. I also bought mine used, so I, I probably just have issues with mine anyway. Uh, but it, it sounds really great. It's just a bit noisy. Um, however, it is a compressor. So what are you going to do? Uh, the very first thing in the chain is the past effects. Uh, I have the... Let's see here. I actually don't know what it's called. <laughs> I have the past effects chorus, which is modeled after a CE1, which is my favorite chorus pedal. Uh, I have the MIDI. The, I, I have the mini. So... Um, I use it on the chorus mode, kind of in a very classic way, and, uh, oh, it's also, it's, it uses the 3007 chip instead of, I can't remember now if it's 3002 or 5 or 4 or whatever the fuck, the, uh, the, 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 
you know, vintage, super desirable chip is. Um, the one that mine has is the updated version that's still obsolete by today's standards or whatever, and it, uh, it sounds really good. Um, uh, uh, one of my friends has the same chorus, but with the more coveted chip, and, uh, they, they sound pretty much the same. Um, mine sounds like one of the, one of the key things with those chorus pedals that they have a triangle wave, um, instead of a sine wave. And the, uh, it sounds like the unit with the more coveted chip, uh, is more triangular. It seems to have that super sharp turn of the waveform. Mine feels a little bit more rounded, but that might be, it, it, I guess, I don't know. That's probably even tolerances within the chip are kind of causing things like that to happen. But it, it, it does what I need it to, especially at the price point. Um, so yeah, I can't complain. And, uh, that's the pedals. Uh, so yeah, the guitar hits that. Um, and yeah, it moves from there. Uh, the guitars of the evening, uh, I had, um, I brought my Kiesel Zeus, uh, I brought that one because, I don't know, just like it. Thin neck is always nice too on a long gig. Um, I brought the uh, the Abasi, and I also brought um, a six string. Uh, two hour gig, hot. Um, I wanted to bring something that uh, uh, especially on the more jammy tunes, something I could switch to to kind of take a break. So I just brought my Strat. Um, any details on those things? The Strat, I, I don't think I've ever really talked about. Uh, I love a Stratocaster. Um, I have mine set up with a floating bridge just so that it's super responsive. I don't do any weird pull-ups or anything, but just like to... Uh, uh, once I touch it, it starts going. Um, it has a humbucker in the bridge... And then two Fender noiseless single coils. And, uh, maple neck, maple fingerboard. Who knows what the body is? Um, yeah, really nice little instrument. Um, it's kind of a workhorse. Uh, it's, it's, uh, uh something I'll, I'll just kind of pick up, um, you know, for a gig or, uh, yeah, just whatever. Um, okay, so I think that's most of the stuff. So let's see here. Uh, I think I wanted to talk about kind of what I liked and didn't like about the rig. Um, kind of the classic problem of I didn't really get the amps at the exact same volume. Even if I did, who knows what would have happened, though. So having a little bit of issue with the signal when it was split between... Like when I when I had the uh, the pitch shifter, which um, one amp gets the fifth above, the other amp gets the the unaffected signal. Um, that sounded a little strange, also a little weak. Um, oh, and then the delays, you know, a little bit strange because one side would be really loud, the other wasn't. So it was like, oh, how do I, you know? And uh, anyway. I need a roadie. Uh, I need a guitar tech, actually. I need both. Um, I think the other thing was... Let's see here. With the two amps, 
Um, oh, the, the chorus, like my, my dimension style chorus did, I guess the classic dimension thing where it, it, it kind of just takes out a lot of volume. Uh, I kind of need to fix that. That's, that's what my analog version does. Um, my Clark Technic one. And I'm, I'm working on the issue for that. I have a, I'm going to build a stereo, uh, true bypass looper that has, um, uh, some MOSFET boosters in there to, uh, kind of crank that signal up. Um, I'm waiting on, um, a, uh, fourth row triple pole, um, foot switch for that. But yeah. Um, let's see what else is going on. There's that. Okay. So, um, I don't know. Yeah. What I did love though, the classic thing when you have two amps, especially two really nice amps, which I'm very, very lucky to have. Um, the, the sound is just amazing and it's kind of this ever present thing too. Um, like even when the guitar is not blasting, it's still very present and, and, and loud. It's just not destroying you. Like you would need to like, there's just not that much uh, pr- uh, sound pressure. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Can't, I really can't complain on that. Um, but that was that gig. Uh, getting out was kind of a pain in the ass, whatever. Um, it was, it was fun. I don't think we have another one of those until August. Uh, I think that also means we don't have another show until August, not playing live until then, uh, which kind of sucks. We were supposed to be playing, I think it was going to be tomorrow. We ended up having to cancel that. And then I was going to do a solo gig in June, yeah, in June. And I canceled that, which would have then only left uh, a month where we didn't have anything uh, or one calendar month rather. But uh, now we have uh, a good bit longer. But we're um, going to start recording instead. So we've kind of switched over to that. So we're, we're going back into the studio. And uh, we're going to start recording again um, with much more intent this time. Um, I, I, th- I think we... Uh, I'm trying to think of how to describe it. Uh, we just I think last time we went in... I know that I went in thinking we're, we're just, we're going to crush this or it's going to be good enough that we have to move some things here or there, or it's like, I'm pretty, like, I was pretty confident that even if like there was some flubs here and there, it was like the, the performance was going to be good enough that we were going to, you know, just knock it out of the park. I guess technically that kind of happened. Um, but we definitely rushed shit and we also just didn't come in prepared. Uh, I kind of overestimated our abilities to just go in and do stuff. And, uh, I will also still contend that half of that is, was just, uh, being rusty as fuck, you know, not recording for such a long time and not going into a studio for such a long time that, uh, we just had to knock cobwebs off. So we're going back in, uh, in not this weekend, but the following, not that that matters, uh, and we're going to start tracking drums and we're going to, the focus is going to be one weekend, one song, 
uh, and, and just getting drums. And then we're going to move on from there and just kind of slowly build up this, um, this album, uh, and just take as long as it, as, as it needs to, um, to do its thing. I'm going to take another quick break. I can't believe how much time I can waste talking about, uh, the details of my own gear. But, um, yeah, thanks for listening so far and see you for a part three, I guess. Wow. So part three, hopefully finishing this out. Um, so I think we ended with talking about the recording stuff a little bit. And, uh, I think that's, I think that's pretty much, it's probably over in terms of what we were, uh, what I was yammering about. Uh, I am excited to start it, but, um, yeah, you know, it's, it's recording. Um, I think the last thing that I alluded to, uh, when I started this is the pedal stuff. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I guess let it be known that I started this episode yesterday, May 24th, 2022, and, um, today's the 25th, and, uh, I built my first pedal on the 20th, well, yesterday, on the 24th, um, like my first circuit in a box. Um, on top of that, my, um, uh, my other larger project is coming along nicely. It's incredibly complicated at this point. Um, I need to figure that out because I, it's, it's complicated and, um, I think it sounds pretty good, but it needs, uh, I guess a bit of tweaking and stuff. So the... Oh my gosh, what is it? Um, so I guess we'll talk more about the actual pedal because that's in a box and that's super fun. So uh, you may know that my day job is working um, as an amp builder and... Uh, <coughs> oh, fuck. <coughs> what happened? <coughs> what happened? Fuck. Let me see if I got any more coffee left in here. Barely. Ugh. Jeebers. Fuck, dude. That was awesome. Um, But my day job is working at car amps. We'll just leave it there, apparently. Um, I have... uh, I put a circuit, a clean boost circuit, a MOSFET clean boost circuit, into a uh, box with one knob and true bypass switching, and, and an LED, you know, uh, uh, all that good, fun stuff, um, it sounds good, I, I, I knew it was gonna sound good, um, it's not my own design, and on top of that, it's just, it's as simple as can be, so it can't really, nothing's really gonna go wrong with it, um, so what the design is, I suppose, is a, um, uh, it's based off of a, um, what is it? Like, like a Zvex super hard on. Um, I think the super old school original one that doesn't have any extra, just one knob, no extra switches, no extra knobs or anything. Um, and, uh, so it's a, a, a BS 170 MOSFET, um, that has a uh, 5k pot um, 
that goes from a ground to the oh you know I can't remember all the names of my most fets the the drains and sources I, I want to say it's the drain because it's like the opposite of what I would think it would be but um, you know it goes like what would be the cathode on a tube and that controls the gain and the volume of the uh, pe- I guess it's the gain of 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 the pedal I don't really know what you call this shit at this point. Um, I'm trying to remember if there's any modifications I did to this circuit, and I, I don't think so. Uh, what's maybe a little bit weird is I'm using large uh, amp size components, so I'm using, are they half watt? I think they might be half watt carbon comp resistors and like big old uh, like 600 volt caps and things like that that I totally don't need. Um, and uh, I'm even wondering. I had an idea the other day that I, I, I want uh, p- part of the tube amp sound is the uh, the carbon comp resistors overdriving a bit, and I'm wondering if that's something I need out of the pedals. So I wonder if I should be using smaller resistors, like really, you know, much small, uh, much smaller wattage resistors, so that I can uh, I can kind of tap into some of that sound. But it's it's working. And that's what's amazing to me. That stuff is all working. And, um, yeah. Well, I think I'm going to end the whole thing there. I'm home now. Kind of an abrupt ending at the end here. But thank you so much for li- This episode is long enough, so yeah. But thank you so much for listening. Um, please follow me on all of them bullshits and Instagrams and Facebooks and then this. Uh, that kind of support is super super important to eventually building something that um can monetarily support uh me and and then you don't have to actually give any money which is pretty awesome so thanks so much um and we'll catch you on the next one later on